right, your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today's Friday, October the 9th of 2020. Glad you guys are up and joining us for the radio program this morning on National Egg Day. Egg Day. How are you going to celebrate National Egg Day? Well, I thought I'd do some excellent material. An exciting show. Uh-huh. <laughs> Extra special. How do you like your eggs? Uh, I like my eggs, I guess. Ah, God, it's kind of weird because most of the time, probably over easy. No. No? That's what I was going to say. No, it's not. I promise on my life, that's what I was going to say. With toast on the side? No, you put it on the toast. Really? Maybe put some um, avocado on there. Huh. It's good. Some salsa. Normally, I wait. I normally bust open my eggs and let the yolk go everywhere, and then I get my toast and I sop it up. Because that's what I do. Sounds good. But I mean, it is good like that. I used to always say scrambled. Because like the egg thing was an issue for me. If we were in a diner or a restaurant Mm -hmm. and they were like, how do you want your eggs? I didn't remember what was what. So I'd be like, yeah, like what is it? Well, just scrambled because it's simple. Right. But scrambled is kind of boring to Mm -hmm. me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, my three kids like it all different ways. So I have to make all their eggs different ways. Oh, that's annoying. It is. It's like, you're going to eat what I make. Yeah. You ever make a big omelet? Mm-hmm. See, something about the omelets I make at home, they're never as good as like the restaurant-style omelet. You need more butter. Is that what it is? I mean, I'm sitting there going, uh, in a restaurant, oh, I'd like that big old egg platter <laughs> you got there. It's kind of disgusting when you think about <laughs> yeah. it. Because like if I, I would rather not eat eggs, but they're good for you. It's like right. one of the most perfect proteins mm-hmm. you can possibly eat. But we'll celebrate eggs today. Mm. We uh, hope you have an exciting day. Mm-mm. It's also National Scrubs Day. There was a point in my life where I thought I wish I could wear scrubs to work because they were so simple. And that used to be my favorite song. What? Oh, uh, no scrubs? <laughs> if I would have known. Sorry, I had to. If I would have known. It just happened. I would have had it on standby. <laughs> but I guess at this point, we can still do that, right? I mean, we can still celebrate that. Well, it's National Scrubs Day, not the same type of scrubs, yeah. I don't think so. Because like the scrubs, the scrubs yeah. they're talking about, break it down for me. There's, I mean, you basically, they feel like pajamas. They're very easy to wear. They have all different kinds of scrubs. Is that what you're talking, is that no, what it is? No, I'm talking about the scrubs they're talking about. Oh! TLC. Oh. What is that? Like a shady dude? I'm looking at one. Mm, that's not real nice. <laughs> it's also National Beer and Pizza Day, which is almost well. like... This should be a national holiday, but I'm pretty good at drinking beer, right? I mean, come on now, Friday. So hand me one more, that's what I'm here for. I'm built for having a ball. I love the nightlife, I love my Bud Light. I like them cold and tall. So enjoy your beer and pizza today on National Beer and Pizza Day. That ain't a bad one for a weekend, right? Let's do this Friday thing. We're here, you're here, and we appreciate you listening to us. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so the year was 2003, and Alan Jackson teamed up with Jimmy Buffett for the number one song in country music on this day. Pour me something tall and strong, make it a hurricane before I go insane. It's only half past twelve. 
It's five o'clock somewhere. Well, it might be a little bit early. Unless you just got off work. You know what I'm saying? It's a weekend for some people. This lunch break is gonna take all afternoon and half the night. Tomorrow morning, I know they'll be held to pay. Hey, but that's all right. I ain't had a day off now in over a year. My Jamaican vacation's gonna start right here. Get the phones from me, you can tell them I just sailed away. Here we go. And pour me something tall and strong. Make it a hurricane before I go insane. It's only half past twelve, but I don't care. It's five o'clock somewhere. It's like the perfect headed into the weekend song. Alan Jackson, Jimmy Buffett, it's always five in Margaritaville. I could pay off my tab for myself in a cab and be back to work before two. At a moment like this, I can't help but wonder, what would Jimmy Buffett do? Funny you should ask, Alan. <laughs> I'd say, oh. Something tall and strong Make it a hurricane Before I go insane It's only half past twelve But I don't care Oh no me something tall and strong Make it a hurricane Before I go insane It's only half past twelve But I don't care He don't care And I don't care it's five o'clock somewhere. What time zone am I on? What country am I in? It doesn't matter. It's five o'clock somewhere. It's always on five in Margaritaville, come to think of it. Yeah, I heard that. Alan Jackson, Jimmy Buffett. It's five o'clock somewhere, number one on this day in 2003. What's happening with your favorite celebrities? Brandon Baxter in the morning's got you gossip. Well, surprise, there is a new baby, a new Dunder Mifflin baby, because a star from The Office had a baby and nobody even knew she was pregnant. So that's kind of crazy. Minnie Kaling, who played Kelly Kapoor on The Office, has welcomed another child, her second child. She's 41, and the story is that she had the baby back in September. Now, the weird wow. thing is she reveals this on Stephen Colbert, and basically, she says, oh, yeah, I had a baby. And he's like, wait, <laughs> nobody even knew you were pregnant. And she said, yeah, I know, I know. This is news to a lot of people. Uh, the baby's name is Spencer. Aww. Which is interesting because the last time she was pregnant with her first child, mm -hmm. nobody knew who the baby's daddy was. Right. And I guess at this point, do we know who the baby's daddy is? I don't think is? that she has said. It's interesting, mm -hmm. isn't it? Anyway, anyway, congratulations to Mindy Kaling, who played Kelly Kapoor on The Office, baby number two. Gotcha gossip on Brad Pitt. So Brad Pitt is being sued for allegedly scamming a woman out of $40,000 and dangling the possibility of marriage in front of her. What? So Kelly Christina is a healthcare CEO from Plano, Texas. Do you know her? Aren't you from there? That's my hometown. I know. What That's if y'all are the same age and y'all are in the same class? Oh my gosh. Well, she says Brad 
contacted her a couple of years ago to help him raise money for the charity that he set up to help rebuild New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina. Okay. Well, over those two years, she sent him $40,000 with the agreement that he show up to fundraising events. Here's the thing. He never did. Well, over that period, she says they also developed a personal relationship that included, quote, discussions of marriage. Pretty soon, she stopped sending Brad his money, and he ghosted her. So she's suing him for $100,000. Now, here's the deal, guys. Looks like she got scammed by an imposter. (laughs) So Brad's lawyers have told her, hey, he's never heard of you, but she's still going ahead with her lawsuit against him. So it's looking like he did have nothing to do with it, and it's somebody that's acting like he was Brad Pitt and, of course, stealing her money. Yeah, I don't think the real Brad Pitt's going to be looking for $40,000. No, yeah, I don't either. I think he's doing okay. Or going to marry her for (laughs) $40,000. That whole thing. Yeah. You know she feels so silly. Yeah, so there's that. She has to feel Mm -hmm. silly. I'm telling you, if you ever meet somebody online, just just a heads up, (laughs) and it seems like everything's going great, make sure you're on FaceTime at some point. Have you ever known anyone that has done that? No. Okay. What? It's not me. I promise it's not. But just a heads up because sometimes it's it they're good at it. That's yep. the problem. They are good at mm-hmm. it. They're good at making you think what they want you to think. Yes. And then wham, bam, they got your money. You're out $100,000. That's crazy. But this lady's blaming Brad Pitt. Yeah. What's her name again? I don't want to say it. I don't want to know her name because I no. want to look her up. Oh. Uh, Kelly, K-E-L-L-I, Christina. Kelly Christina. What a great name. I bet that's probably not her full name. Probably But she's not. from Plano. Yes. I'm going to look her up because if I what know her. What if you used to date her? Uh, there's a pretty good chance that didn't happen. I didn't date anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and got your gossip on The Rock. A big congratulations to him. He is breaking records at the box office and on social media. He's just now passed 200 million followers oh on Instagram, which is absolutely crazy. When I think that this guy came from the wrestling world and mm-hmm. actually you know walked onto a television set for the first time in memphis yeah that's pretty cool man now he's the rock known all over the world and this is what he said to his millions and millions of the rock fans i just heard from my team yesterday that we have surged past blown by over 200 million followers on instagram which makes me uh, incredibly and gratefully the number one followed man in America. It also makes me the number one followed American man in the world. And apparently these, it's some sort of Guinness Book of World Records, records, I guess, who knew, I didn't even know that was a thing. And this Terramonitos is to all of you guys. Stay healthy, I love you guys, and this one is for you. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. That's big, man, that's big. I'm sitting at 200 followers on Instagram. He has 200 million. <laughs> And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you guys. Brandon Baxter in the morning. The pandemic, man, COVID, it's caused all kinds of drama for a lot of people, including single people. Because if you're married, you know, you're trying to find ways to get away from your spouse. (laughs) (laughs) But if you're single, you might be looking to hang out with somebody and you're trying to meet people and it's tougher during a pandemic. You know, number one, it's hard to figure out people when they have a mask on. It's, like, it's terrible. Like, what if you're not it's that attractive? Terrible. Or attracted. 
So imagine this. You think somebody looks really good and they have their mask on. <laughs> then they take off the mask. Ooh. Saturday Night Live did a whole skit on that did where it's, it was a song and it was like, hey, you're going out to the club or whatever, but you got your mask on. So when basically when you're looking at the girl, you're like, man, what's under that mask? Yeah. Because you don't know. And then all of a sudden you figure it out and you're like, oof. <laughs> or, hey, <laughs> it could she's be that really too. Pretty. Yeah. I wouldn't be offended if she was really pretty. Well, of course, you would I would be offended. be offended if I felt like it was false advertising. <laughs> you know, I think I'm yeah. going to start wearing a full face mask. <laughs> Maybe people will find me more attractive. Uh, so virtual first dates are a thing right now. It's a, it's a big deal. Some people have found that they're actually beneficial and that they would prefer to do virtual first dates from this point mm. forward because, number one, they save you more time. You know, you're not necessarily trying to do quite as much small talk and travel time and all that stuff. You pretty much get there, you log in, beep, 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 and uh, you have a little conversation. You see if you guys have chemistry. I guess that solves the mask problem. Well, it does solve the mask problem, and it also saves you a little bit of cash. They say on average, the virtual dates will save you about $23. Now, this isn't talking about married people. Don't be trying to virtually what? date your wife. <laughs> hey, Leslie, go in the other room. <laughs> I'll get on Zoom, and we can have dinner together, but virtually. Right. They say that uh, a lot of people that have tried this because they're still trying to figure out dating and they're trying to see what it's like. They say that most people can figure out if there's a connection within 30 seconds of virtual dating. Wow. Do, do you know how bad that would be? Because if somebody judged me. just exit real fast? Well, what if somebody judged me in the first 30 seconds before I got comfortable? What if you got exited? Like they, oh, I don't yeah. know what you would do. Like they exed out of you. They leave whatever. the meeting or yes. whatever? Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> because the first 30 <laughs> seconds will be my most awkward. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I can, oh, I can. Like you wouldn't know how to sit or hold yourself yeah. or your posture. Because I could, I could level out as time went on. You don't think I could? No. No. I'd be weird the whole time. Yes. Would I be You'd more? You'd be weird? worried about what they were seeing. Oh, the lighting. The lighting. Of seven ring lights. If, yeah. <laughs> You'd be the most lit up guy on the whole thing. It would look like I was sitting next to the sun. And then I'd worry that it was too bright and she could see every imperfection. Right, uh -huh. So anyway, virtual dating is a thing. It saves you some cash. It saves you some time. And you might be able to figure it out before you have to physically be around somebody, which might be okay. I wonder how much it costs to virtually date. Like, do you have to pay for that? I don't. Oh, my goodness. Well, because mm -mm. I just heard from a friend of mine that sometimes uh -huh. when you're virtually dating, you have to pay for minutes. Is that true? I don't know. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. Uh, on the show yesterday, we were talking about the most famous celebrity we've ever met, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we went through our list, and we had you guys share your list on social media as well. And I was amazed at some of the really cool people that people who share the morning with us have met before. It was a fun day. Like Jennifer Williams has met Jason Momoa. Jennifer. You would have died. I, I would have. And she actually posted the photo of her and Jason Momoa. Uh, Jonathan Ray has met members of the Power Rangers. That's cool. And he met the guy who played Eddie Munster on the Munsters. Aww. His name is Butch Patrick. And he has a picture of that, which I thought was really cool. Uh, Raven Boward says she has met Mario Lopez. Really? AC Slater from Saved by the Bell. John Harada says he's met the legendary, the Reverend Al Green, who just happens to wow. be from Memphis. You know this song? Damn it. Darren Melton says he's met Ponch, Eric Estrada from the TV show Chips. How about Amanda Beth Carmen? She's met 
a bunch of interesting people. Like she had the chance to actually get on stage and sing with Trisha Yearwood. What? And the song she says she sang was this one right here. She Stop it. She's also had the chance to meet Thompson Square. Are you gonna kiss me all night? Are we gonna do this all Again, this is Amanda Beth Carmen, who has also met members of the Monkees. What? Yes. Cheer up, sleepy Jean. Oh, what can it mean to a daydream believer? Yes, the monkey. And I saw her face. Now I'm a believer. She met Mickey and Davey. Mickey's last name, Kelly. Dolan's. Yes. I'm completely. <laughs> I know really weird trivia like that. I, I am flabbergasted <laughs> that you knew that. And then Davey's last name. Jones. Yep. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. And people say we monkey around. But we're too busy singing. What you got? All right, so Hannah Storm says NASCAR great. Kenny Wallace, she says he's a heck of a guy. Lisa Adams says Reba. Reba. Come on, Reba McIntyre. What else you got? Donna Jo says she has met Keith Urban. Wow. I'm gonna love you. Never met Keith. I would be starstruck. Like nobody loves you. And I learn your trust making memories of us. Again, we're talking about the most famous celebrities you've ever met before. And Amy Raglan met Mickey Gilly. No, I won't be afraid. No, I won't be afraid. Just as long. Sue Gates says she's met Garth. Sometimes I thank God for unanswered prayers. Remember when you're talking to the man upstairs. And just because he doesn't answer doesn't mean he don't care. You know what? Some of God's greatest gifts We'll still look through these throughout the day today. Who's the most famous celebrity that you've met? It's up on my Facebook, facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter on the radio. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So there's a guy named Terrence, and he lives in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Well, a couple of nights ago, he was walking down the street with a female friend, and they saw a random guy pushing a shopping cart down the street. Well, for whatever reason, Terrence and the guy with the shopping cart decided to have a dance-off. What? Now, I don't know how many dance-offs you've been in. Well, I've been in and won several because that's totally normal, I'm sure, in everyone's life to stop and have a dance-off, right? Yeah, but they closed that place in Memphis. Not funny. (laughs) 
Here's the deal. I guess Terrence won because the shopping cart guy was so upset afterwards, he pulled a knife and stabbed Terrence. No, he didn't. Yes, he, oh yes, he was gosh. really competitive. Terrence was hospitalized with a stab wound to his stomach, and the police are trying to track down the shopping cart guy. Wow. But speaking of having a dance-off, I got thrown out of my dentist appointment for mm-hmm. dancing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the one who asked me to floss. Oh. I apologize to all of our dentist friends. <laughs> and there's even more proof that oh. people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Do you remember that Queen song, I like to ride my bicycle? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Something like that. Bicycle, bicycle, bicycle. I rode a bike. Like for the first time? No. Oh. First time in a minute. Did you balance okay? I did. I want to ride my bicycle. So, Kai, I'm at lunch, right? And I had too much food for lunch. Let me just tell you that. Because I had some chips in my car. And as I was going to pick up lunch, I ate some chips. <laughs> then I ate my lunch. <laughs> Well, I had those, uh, they were the Cheetos Flamin' Hot Ooh. Fries. Ooh. And I saw them in the floorboard, and I'm like, you know what? I mean, they were in the bag, not just laying in the floorboard. Yeah. They weren't leftovers. <laughs> so I ate those as I was going to pick up lunch. Nice. I didn't disclose It was just that. a little appetizer. Yeah, you yeah. know, that's right. So uh, I eat my lunch, and I am stuffed, right? And Kai's like, Dad, before you go to work, will you ride bikes with me? So he wants to ride up uh, the street in our, in our new neighborhood, right? And I've never ridden a bike in the neighborhood. And it looks like it's not that steep. Are you riding an adult bike or a Kai bike? Well, I mean, they're his bikes. So I get up, I get going, and I'm, I'm all excited as I drive down the hill of the driveway. I'm like, you, bam, bam, because I'm kind of killing it, right? Killing and, it. And I'm kind of envisioning me in spandex doing mm-hmm. like, you see those guys who ride bikes like at five o'clock in the morning, and they're yeah. riding for 30 miles or 40 miles. Right. I'm picturing that. Oh, and yeah. then, then I get about three houses from my house, and it starts to be an incline. And Kelly, I was never—I've never been more disappointed in myself than I was trying to get up that hill. I think I can. I think I can. Because then I had to stand up. You know how like you have to stand up and you're really uh-huh. trying hard. Wait, where was Kai? Oh, he was behind me on his bike, just puddling. You know. I thought maybe you were going to say he was up ahead. No, he was behind me, laughing at me. So here I am. I'm pushing as hard as I can to get up this hill, and I'm having to stand up, and then I'm having to push harder because it's getting tougher, and the bike is bouncing as I'm dro- as and- I'm riding it. And you're a little bit dramatic. Were you making some dramatic sounds yeah. as you <gasps> were paying? So that was what's probably making uh, him laugh. Well, no, I wasn't laughing. I was disappointed. Because I don't know how long it's been since you've ridden a bike, but I can remember as a kid, and we just talked about this the other day, me and my friend Joe, we would ride all over the city of Plano. I mean, we could be we could ride five miles to go to the video store or to go get some Baskin Robbins and ride all the way back, and we'd never slow down. You did so much with your imaginary friend Joe. No, he was real. But I'm just telling you something about riding up a hill at my age, I felt like I was dying. And my wife, when I get back, she's like, well, you should have seen me in spin class. And I'm like, well, yeah, let you me, wouldn't have been able to handle it. Like, let me see you ride up the hill. As you sit there in the chair. Guess what she did? She didn't ride the hill. No. So now I'm determined to get better at bicycling. 
Because I don't want to be such a failure that I can't ride three houses from my house. Dad, remember that time you went bike riding and you only made it to the third house down the street? You know how they talk about these triathlons where you do running, bicycling, no, and swimming? those people are amazing. Well, and they're like, oh, surely you could bicycle five miles. I can't bicycle half a mile only at this point. Only if it was downhill. Yeah. Oh, then I don't even have to pedal. I love that. That's the great thing about getting to the top of the hill is I got to coast all the way down. <laughs> and then I had this vision of me hitting a rock and uh, wiping out. Mm-mm. You know? Yes. Because it's always people my age on America's Funniest Home Videos who it think is. they know what they're doing. Trying to be involved with your kids. Yeah, who run into mailboxes or hit a rock and right. slide across the ground. So I had that vision as well. But if you haven't been on a bicycle in a minute, you should try it. Judge yourself. How are you at this stage hmm. in your life? Because me, I'm a tad bit disappointed. <laughs> but I'll be okay. I'm going to tackle it all weekend. Even in the rain, I'm riding uphill. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Ah. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It's Friday, October the 9th. Of 2020, local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy girl. Happy birthday goes out to Shannon Reynolds, who is 50 years old today. Cody Blagg is celebrating. Norma Ortiz. Happy birthday. Of Jonesboro is 39. Happy birthday from Allison and Jacob. Hi, Allison and Jacob. They listen every morning, Brandon. They love the show. Let's do virtual Nux. Yeah, and happy birthday, Mom. You say Nux or do you say fist bump? Nux. Nux? Yeah. What do kids say? Nux. Nux. All right, Allison and Jacob, Nux. (laughs) Happy birthday goes out to a wrestling legend in this area, Dirty Little Dave. He's 62 today. Happy birthday. I have beat him in every town across Northeast Arkansas. Oh. No, really. Happy birthday to Dave. Who's a good dude? He celebrates his birthday today. He's put a lot of time into wrestling. So, uh, David Hughes celebrates a birthday today. Becca Jackson from Wynn. Carrie Garrett of Moralton, Happy 38. Happy birthday. She listens every day to the podcast. Happy birthday, yeah. Carrie. Uh, let's see here. Maverick Cody Thomas, three years old. Mama loves you. Ken Black of Jonesboro's 40. We have Jeannie Pentecost from Hickory Ridge celebrating. Crystal Yates of Bradford. Kara Shea Thompson of uh, Diaz, turning two years old. Lee Caldwell of Jonesboro, the assistant principal at VPA. Happy birthday. Valerie Davis from Stuttgart. Carrie Wise of Stuttgart. Rick Gales of Stuttgart. Janice Wilson from Stuttgart. They all celebrate in Stuttgart today. Celebrating tomorrow, Emma Williams is turning 13. Wendy Prater of Jonesboro. David Cantrell has a birthday tomorrow. Star Zane. From Jonesboro, Amy Range Holt of Jonesboro. Sarah Rainwater has a birthday coming up tomorrow. Wes Brown celebrates. Haynes Ragsdale from Wynn. Aaron Thornton is celebrating a birthday, so happy birthday to him as he celebrates tomorrow. Alyssa Craig, Tracy Shoemaker of Jonesboro. Ava Collins is turning one. This says, we love you a little bit from Kaylin, Haley, and Heidi. Brianna Butcher of Stuttgart. Sharon Kinechin. Of Stuttgart celebrates. We have Tacey Jeans from England. Tori Hudson celebrating. Ann Sherman of Humphrey Ooh. on Sunday. Alexa Jenkins has a birthday. Riley Holler on Sunday. 
and our buddy Stephanie Moore of Jonesboro celebrates on Sunday as well. Happy birthday. And if you have a birthday today or this weekend, we say this. We say happy, happy birthday, birthday to all y'all and you celebrate with these celebrities. Today, celebrating Bella Hadid is 24. She's a supermodel. Scotty McCreary is 27 today. I'm in between. back and he has quite a few hits so i'm coming over i hope it's all right listen for me pulling in the old drive look out your window you see my lights happy birthday to scotty mccreary 86 my grandpa said there's angels in the room it's a good one right there all the family gathered round knew the time scotty mccreary is 27 this is, it. This is now this is what i've been talking about Zachary Ty Bryan is 39 today. That's Tim Allen's oldest son, Brad, on Home Improvement. Wow. Let's see, any Kamozi is 63 today. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Here we go. Hit it. My good buddy, any Kamozi. This is for sure when parents should roll down their windows oh, and sing. No. Hey! There you go. Happy birthday. Scott Bakula is 66, the guy from Quantum Leap and now Special Agent Pride on NCIS New Orleans. I'm going to tell you, that show's really good, and I love his character. He's great at yeah. that. John O'Hurley is 66. That's Jay Peterman on Seinfeld. How would he say it? Uh, Jay Peterman. <laughs> Thanks, Kelly. That sounded no different <laughs> than the first time. <laughs> Sharon Osborne is 68 today. Sharon! I love you, Ozzy. <laughs> oh, Minnie. Okay, Saturday, celebrating Dale Arnhart. Dale Arnhart Jr. will be 46. Mario Lopez will be 47. Of course, that's A.C. Slater on Saved by the Bell. Brett Favre will be 51 on Saturday. Tanya Tucker will be 62. Well, it's a little too late. I know all my old buddies want to help me out, but it's a little too late to do the right thing now. Tanya Tucker. Like two sparrows in a hurricane Trying to find She also did way. this one right here. So love me like you used to. I used to listen to these at raves <laughs> when I was raving. Man, you must have been to some good raves. Tanya Tucker, 62. David Lee Roth will be 66 on Saturday. Jump, jump. All right, Sunday birthdays, who you got? Sunday, Cardi B, your favorite rapper, will be 28. I'm in district in the chain. I like it like that. Then, of course, we have to play this one, too. I don't dance now. I make money moves. 
Tuesday. I don't got to dance. All right, Cardi B, 28 on Sunday. And on Sunday, Daryl Hall from Hall & Oates will be 74. This music, I like their music more now than mm-hmm. I did when I was young. Some Hall and Oats, which is often played on country radio. <laughs> oh, Kelly's favorite. Watch out, boy. <laughs> Boys. Oh, here she comes. She wrote the book. How about <laughs> this one right here? to my good friend Daryl Hall of Hall & Oates who turned 74 on Sunday. Country Music News. K-Fine. Country Music News. On Brandon Baxter in the morning. So it was just announced that Kane Brown will be the co-host of the 2020 CMT Music Awards. Kane is one of the four celebrities that's scheduled to anchor the show, which is going to be October 21st, and he's also set to perform. But along with Kane, Sarah Hyland from Modern Family is also going to co-host, and the other two are going to be announced later. But speaking of Kane, I know what he's doing in his downtime. What's that? He's getting ripped. Have you seen his latest video? No, is he in shape? Well, he posted a video of himself lifting weights, and he's got his shirt on, but as it goes around his back... You see, he's doing like dumbbell curls. You can see yeah. every muscle in his back. Really? Okay. So he had the idea to start a social media challenge to help pass the time. His post said, quote, five or six months till we can realistically tour again. So I'm challenging Tyler Hubbard, Chris Lane, Jimmy Allen, and Tim McGraw, John Party, and all my other peeps to see how ripped we can get before then. Wow. I'm only six weeks in so far. Now I will say he was kind of already ripped. Yeah, I mean. So this isn't just six weeks of work. I think this is a little bit longer, but he's he's challenging everyone. That's cool. And Tim McGraw, I don't know if he's going to beat out Tim McGraw. No, Tim McGraw's in crazy shape. Yeah. Hey, Arkansas's Justin Moore has released a brand new song, and we wanted to give you a sneak peek at the new song. This is called We Didn't Have Much. New stuff from Justin Moore. Tonka trucks and G.I. Joes Jumping those hills with Luke and Bo Plastic cap guns and a swimming hole Don't get no dirt on your church clothes Win or lose, we cheer for the Braves 10% in the often place Sunday chicken and a NASCAR race Sure be nice to get back to that place There was dirt on daddy's clothes Putting that bacon on mama's stove Dog barking in the yard at a truck we don't know All we had was us Had a little bitty house and a lot of love We had it all and we didn't have much That's nice. 
crazy. Man, that speaks, doesn't it? It really makes you think about it. I was picturing my childhood. So anyway, Justin Moore, the new song is called We Didn't Have Much. You can check it out. The full song is up on YouTube right now. And speaking of songs that speak to you, Runaway June released a video for their current single, We Were Rich. Now, this song is so good, and I think a lot of people can relate to it. I know I can. But if you haven't heard it, it's called We Were Rich. This is what it sounds like. Once a week, go out to eat for pizza after church in that old church. Red carpet floors. Same old navy paisley tie that he always wore. And we'd sing hymns. They'd pass the plate when it was time to get. They put in a 20, I thought we were. similar in the meeting yeah right so runaway june we were rich that's out now along with the video there you go it's up on youtube this morning and that is your country music news on brandon baxter in the morning brandon baxter in the morning so today is october the 9th today in pop culture 1949 john lennon of the beatles was born on this day and of course an iconic mm-hmm. one of the most iconic bands of all time here comes the sun John Lennon was born on this day in 1949. Were you a fan of the Beatles? In 1961, Ray Charles had his second number one hit in the U.S. The song that he took to number one was called, well, Hit the Road, Jack. Culture in 1973, Elvis and Priscilla decided they were going to divorce after six years of marriage. So Priscilla got property. She got, and this is in 1973, she had $725,000 in cash and she was given $4,200 a month in support. Wow. And again, it was in 1973. All oh, that's crazy. In 1993, today in pop culture, Nirvana was on the U.S. album chart at number one with their album In Utero. It featured a couple of big Nirvana songs. This was actually their final studio album as well. Let's see if you know this one. This one's called Heart Shake Box. And in 2007, my good friend Flo Rida had the number one song of the year for the entire year, according to Billboard. It was this song right here, which I think most of us have heard. With the fur.
Shorty got low, 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 low. The baggy sweatpants and the Reebok. You still have the boots with the fur, don't you? Shut up. She hit the floor. Shorty got low, 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 low. Low Rider Low, that was named the song of the year of the year for uh, 2008. So that's today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So uh, I was thinking about this the other day. It's kind of weird. Uh, you know, sometimes you go through these phases of going through old music mm-hmm. and just reminiscing or you get down the rabbit hole of YouTube and you're watching stuff that you haven't either seen or heard in a long time. And I ended up running across a song that might have been my first favorite country song. Really? And I was like, what was it about this song that really stood out to me, right? Because this is probably early 80s. I can't remember the exact year the song was out. But it was by Eddie Rabbit. And the song, (laughs) this very random, was I Love a Rainy Night. I wake up to a sunny day because I I love a rainy night. night. It just kind of makes you smile. And my mom and my grandparents liked country. From Texas. I'm a cowboy. Ooh, I love a rainy night. I love a rainy Come on. night. I love to hear the thunder. Watch the lightning when it lights up. Can the we sky. go Instagram live? No. <laughs> you know what it makes me feel good. So I liked him. He did this song too. Ooh, I'm driving my love away. Looking for a better way. So I liked upbeat, fun yeah. country stuff. And I was thinking if there was if there was anybody, one person who was my gateway to country, I think it might be Eddie Rabbit. Eddie Rabbit. Which seems kind of random. <laughs> and I, I probably wasn't as big of a fan of Is that it song. true that you sang that song in a talent show with your girlfriend in the third grade? Yes, I did. That is so dumb. <laughs> I didn't have a girlfriend in any grade. <laughs> So it's Eddie Rabbit, and then like the next thing I would think of in country music, like my gateway to country, probably Eddie Rabbit, followed by Alabama, which I think mm-hmm. I still have that love of that music to this day. Song, song of the South. Sweet potato pie, shut my mouth. Gone, gone with the wind. There ain't nobody looking Can you remember, like... If you were going to say the gate, my gateway to country music, who was it? Who was the artist? Was there a song? What was it? You know, the song that got me was, and I loved music, but I didn't listen to uh, probably country till the 90s. Right. And um, John Michael Montgomery had a song out, and it was really super fast, and I loved it. Okay. Sold. Yeah, that's a good song. Yeah. And I said, hey, pretty lady, won't you give me a sign? And I had to memorize it. I did too. And the video was real cute. Like it was, it was fun. So John Michael Montgomery, mm-hmm. he is your gateway artist to country music. He's probably my male country artist. I can love you like that. I would make you my world. Move heaven and earth. He wore that black cowboy hat, had those big dimples. I will give you I loved him too. I swear. I swear. By the moon and the stars in the sky. And of course, we've all learned that life's a dance. Life's a dance. You learn as you go. Sometimes you win. 
Sometimes you follow Don't worry about what you don't know Life's a dance you learn as you go It's so true. It's even more true as you get older and you realize that's really what it is. Mm -hmm. The longer I live, the more I believe you do have to give if you want to receive. There's a time to listen, a time to talk, and you might have to crawl even after you walk. Had your things blown up in my face, seen the long shot win the race. Been knocked down by the slamming door, picked myself up and came back for more. Here we go, John Michael Montgomery. Life's a dance, you learn as you go. Sometimes you lead, sometimes you follow. Who is your gateway to country? Is it a song? Is it an artist? Who made you love country music? That's going to be our question this morning on social media. Think about it, man. You can bring up a lot of fun stuff. Life's a dance, you learn as you go. Sometimes you lead, sometimes you follow. Don't worry about what you don't know. Life's a dance, you learn as you go. Life's a dance, you learn as you go. Sometimes you lead, sometimes you follow. Don't worry about what you don't know. Life's a dance, you learn as you go. Who was your gateway to country music? What artist, what song was it that got you hooked? Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter on the radio. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hey, thanks for listening this morning. Our question, who was your gateway into country music? What artist, what song was it that when you heard it, you just knew you wanted to find out more? So we're asking you that on social media, facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter on the radio. You can go there. Let us know what you're thinking and we have some responses already. Hannah Hillis says, John Anderson, Seminole Wind. She said, I was two years old when it came out, but that was the first song I remember singing over and over. Seminole Wind, her gateway uh -huh. to country. Blow, blow, Seminole Wind. Blow like you're never gonna blow again. I'm calling to you like a long lost friend, but I know who you are. And blow. John Anderson, a gateway to country music. What else you seeing? Shannon Sprinkle says, George Strait. Well, I hate my job, and I hate my life, and if it weren't for my two kids, I'd hate my ex-wife. I know I should move on and try to start again, but I just can't get over her leaving me for him. Then he shook his head and looked down at his ring. It's a good gateway right there. Said I hate everything. Want to do some more George Strait? Yeah. How about? And he said, Let me tell you a secret about a father's love. A secret that my daddy said was just between us. He said daddies don't just love their children every now and then. Oh, it's a love without end, amen. 
your gateway to country music. For Sprinkles, it was George Strait's. Baby, write this down. Take a little note to remind you in case you didn't know. Tell yourself I love you and I don't want you to go. Write this down. Man, you could go on and on with these, couldn't you? Up from San Antonio, everything that I got is just what I got on. When that sun is high in that Texas sky, I'll be bucking at the county fair. Amarillo by morning, Amarillo, I'll be there. Chris Ainsworth. His gateway to country was Joe Diffie and this one. In John Deere Green, on a hot summer night, he wrote Billy Bob Love Charlene. Let his three foot high, and the whole town said that he should have used red, but it looked good to Charlene. Come on now. In John your gateway to country music the song or the artist it's up this morning and we want to know what you're thinking facebook.com slash brandon baxter on the radio brandon baxter in the morning a uh, happy birthday goes out to murray wills who's celebrating a birthday today eight years old oh happy birthday shout out so that's awesome mm-hmm. uh, we're talking about your gateway to country who was the artist or what was the song that got you hooked on country so for me, and this was kind of a random thought the other day because it never really it never really registered, mm-hmm. but I believe my first favorite is kind of random. It's Eddie Rabbit. I wake up to a sunny day because I love a rainy night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love a rainy night. Well, I love a rainy night. Kelly said, as far as females are concerned, her gateway to country would have been Shania. And her favorite Shania song of all time. Whose bed have your boots been under? Whose heart did you see? I wonder. This time did it feel like thunder, baby? Who did you run to? Let's run through some more social responses. Leslie Fair says her gateway to country, and this is a great one, was Garth and the River. And I will sail my vessel. Till the river runs dry Like a bird upon the wind These waters are my sky I'll never reach my destination If I never try So I will sail my vessel Christina Mixon says it's Garth for her as well Lisa Abernathy says hers is some Conway Twitty And partner there's a tiger in these tight-fitting jeans. Let me do one more Conway, because I like this one, too. Lay you down and softly whisper pretty love words in your ear. Lay you down and tell you all the things a woman loves to hear. I'll let I wasn't you allowed to listen to this song. Were you not? <laughs> Conway Twitty? <laughs> Lay you down, lay you 
down. Oh, and, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Brittany Jenkins says her gateway to country was the band Sawyer Brown and their song, yes. Some Girls Do. Well, I ain't first class, but I ain't wild trash. I'm wild and a little crazy, too. Some girls don't like boys like me. Oh, yeah. Oh, but some, some girls, girls do. Like boys like me. I love, love, love. I hand wrote those lyrics and learned every word of that song. That's how much Aww, I love it. Oh, that's really sweet. What are you seeing over there? Oh, you're going to be really excited. What is Melinda it? Melinda Jones says, Alabama. Melinda, this is our day. <laughs> Take it. Because you can't keep a good man down. You can't keep a good man down. Like for me, it's Eddie Rabbit, like the first song I ever loved. And then Alabama is my first favorite band ever. Still love them to this day. Alabama, might as well. What about that Tennessee River? Oh, Tennessee River. And the mountain man. We get together anytime we can. Of course, the closer you get. The closer you get. Oh, baby. The further I fall. Guess what? I'll be over the edge now. In no time. Who is your gateway artist, band, or song to country? So hold me close and love me. Give my heart a smile. Mm -hmm. Feel so right. The gateway is a question. Who was your gateway artist, band, song? What was your gateway to country music? Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter on the radio. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Can I just say I love you guys? When we go out of the way and we say, hey, who was your gateway? And we get all these great ideas. I know. And then we get to sit here and play these songs for you. And we get to sing them. And mm -hmm. y'all get to sing them. And we get to reminisce. I love that stuff. It's a good day. Like it... Let's just be honest. Mm -hmm. These types of shows where you guys are are giving us all this information yeah. and stuff like that is so much fun mm -hmm. for us to do. So anyway, uh, who was your gateway to country music? Who was the star, the artist, the band, the song? Ben Jenkins says his gateway to country was his dad, which I love Aww. that. He says, my dad, laugh out loud. I've never listened to anything but country. So I can't say it was just one artist, Yeah, which I wow. love that, you know, right there in the family. Uh, let's see here. We have Shannon Mosier who says her gateway and the song was Reba and the song was I'm a Survivor, which is a great song. A single mom who works two jobs, who loves her kids and never stops with gentle hands and the heart of a fighter. I'm a survivor. That's Shannon right there. I'm a survivor. Laura Smith says Maria by Brooks and Dunn. Oh, yeah. Maria, Maria, the future for my mother. 
right there. What else you got? Wesley Rogers says, George Jones, who's going to fill their shoes? No, there'll never be another red-headed stranger, a man in black and false prison blue. So the question is, who was your gateway artist to country or what was the gateway song? Tika Burgess says, the first song I remember knowing all the lyrics by heart was Swingin' by John Anderson. Really? I was on the porch with Sean and beating up down to my toes and we were swingin'. Didn't you love this one too? I did too. Swingin'. Yes, we were swingin'. Swingin'. Little Charlie, she's a Beth has two. One of them is Marty Stewart, her gateway. As long as it's pumping, honey, it's gonna last to see. He'll Billy Rock, beat it with a drum, playing them guitars like she and from a gun. The other one, Keep it up and I love this one, y'all. Steady as a clock. Travis Tritt. Oh, I'm gonna be somebody. One of these days I'm gonna break these chains. tell you his greatest hits album mm-hmm. is one of the best ever my mind keeps recreating a life with you alone you know this one mm-hmm. and i'm tired of pretending i don't love you anymore what about help me hold on help me hold on to what we had once our love was strong it can be again. It's Amanda. And again, it is Friday. It is Travis Tritt. This only seems fitting. And it's a great day to be alive. I know the sun's still shining when I close my eyes. There's some hard times in the neighborhood. But why can't every day be just this good? Sometimes it's lonely. Sometimes it's only me and the shadows that fill this room. Sometimes I'm falling, desperately calling, howling at the moon. How at the moon can we go? Who was your gateway to country music? The artist. The band, the song, that's our question today. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter on the radio. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Kind of reminiscing this morning. For me, Eddie Rabbit was, I think my first favorite song was Mm -hmm. probably I Love a Rainy Night. And then as far as bands and still to this day, my favorite country band, Alabama. Yeah. Like I told Leslie the other night, we were uh, packing up and moving to a different house. I'm like, I just want to hear Alabama. Mm -hmm. Something about it, kind of like there's this fabric of my life from childhood, grandparents Mm -hmm. to adulthood, and the music still speaks to me. So I don't know, kind of fun stuff there. But we're asking you this morning, let's talk about those songs that really stand out to you, those artists who kind of hooked you on country. Sabrina says for her, Leanne Rimes. Oh, yeah.
Who is your gateway to country? Matthew Jones says, Hank Williams Jr., rowdy friends have settled down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and all my rowdy friends have settled down. And I think I know what my father meant when he sang about a lost highway. And old George Jones, I'm glad to see, is finally getting straight. Debbie Colley says for her, it was George Jones. Well, I don't need your rocking chair. Come on now. I don't need your rocking chair. Did you realize George Jones did the song Tennessee Whiskey, which recently was done by Chris Stapleton? You're as Tennessee whiskey. Kelly was telling me her favorite George Jones song. Golden rain, golden rain, with one tiny little stone waiting there, waiting there for someone to take it home. And as we head into the weekend with George Jones. your gateway to country the artist the band the song what was it facebook.com slash brandon baxter on the radio brandon baxter in the morning all right so we're talking about your gateway to country and you guys have taken over the show we're cool with that because we get to go back and reminisce with you so ashley glover says that there are a couple of songs that really make her think hey these were the songs that hooked me on country one of them would have been by the judds and it's this one Lovers really fall in love to stay Stand beside each other, come what may Promise really something people can't Not just something they would say Ashley also says this song was one of those that kind of hooked her too. Like strawberry wine, 17 what are you seeing over there jason evans says tracy lawrence if the world had a front porch oh that's a good one too let me see if i can find it if the world had a front porch where is it <laughs> right here. If the world had a front porch like we did back then, we'd still have our problems, but we'd all be friends. Treating your neighbor like he's your next again wouldn't be gone with the wind. So Tracy Lawrence. Bill on Facebook says for him, he thinks about the band Blackhawk. I 
can't see a single storm cloud in the sky But I sure can smell the rain Black Hawk did this one too She opens her heart to an old memory She closes her eyes and she smiles Just ask her if she ever still thinks about me She say every once in a while also, we're seeing some Sammy Kershaw here as well. What was your gateway to country? Was it Sammy Kershaw? She don't know she's beautiful. Joe says Jerry Reed, eastbound and down. Oh, yeah. Eastbound and down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound, just watch old bandit run. It's pretty sweet. So Brandy Wyatt says she remembers listening to this one song in the back of her grandpa's station wagon. Oh. And the song was done by Mr. Kenny Rogers and a female known as Dolly Parton. Oh, the yeah. song that was her gateway was Islands in the Stream. Tender love is blind. It requires a dedication. All this love we feel needs no conversation. We ride it together. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. Making to country music what was it who was it what was the song who was the band facebook.com slash brandon baxter on the radio brandon baxter in the morning if you go back and listen to today's brandon baxter in the morning podcast i detail my first bike ride up a hill in years and years and years (laughs) and why i thought i was about to die plus we talk about the gateway to country music our gateway like what was the song who was the artist who was the band that really got us into country. And if you weren't able to listen much this morning, go back and listen to the podcast because we had so much fun yeah. with all the music. Yeah, because you guys tell us what to play and we mm-hmm. go back and play and then we have these memories that flood back to us as well. So it's the Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV this weekend? Tonight, game five of the NBA Finals. The L.A. Lakers host the Miami Heat. Lakers lead 3-1 going into the weekend. Oh, we could have a winner tonight. Disney Plus, the series premiere of The Right Stuff, which is about the early days of the space program, just like the movie. Uh, Let's see. Tonight on BBC America, the 28th season premiere of The Graham Norton Show. This week's week's guests include, you're going to like this, Brandon, Dolly Parton talking about her new upcoming autobiography. Sweet. On Saturday, Bill Burr hosts Saturday Night Live, and unfortunately, Morgan Wallen was supposed to be on Saturday oh. Night Live, and he got pulled. Uh, that's a long story. Also on Sunday, um, on ABC, Game 5, or it'll be Game 6 of the NBA Finals, if necessary. Yeah. And then also Sunday Night Football, the Seattle Seahawks host the Minnesota Vikings. Do you think there's any chance that SNL does something about Morgan Wallen this weekend? Yes. 
because I don't know it's who news. it'll be, but they'll do something and they might, ooh, I wonder if they'll do a skit and I wonder, make yeah. fun. It could be a skit or it could be in a weekend update. Or if they'll re- replace him with another country star and not tell anybody until it's time. Yeah. Well, I mean, they typically build in the spot for the music. It's kind of part of the show. So anyway, hope you guys have a great day today and a great weekend. And we'll talk to you back here Monday morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.